Time to get in the huddle with the Broncos Radio Network's Mike Rice on the team. And with us right now, the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line from the Broncos Radio Network, 850-KOA, Mike Rice. Mike, good morning. Happy almost New Year's. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it. Same to you guys. And uh, every time we talk, you're always getting hit with snow. Well, we finally got some snow over here, quite uh, quite a bit, four inches here in the valley. So that's that is a lot for us. Yeah, we got we got a lot of snow. Uh, by the way, I'm hearing some music on coming back towards me. That's why I'm a little bit distracted, oh. um, and I have no idea what it is. Okay, um, I'm not sure where that's coming from either because I don't have anything over here that. Uh, that why well, you'd we'll just, be why you'd be hearing that music? Hmm. Okay. I, I I will I will make do. How's that sound? Okay. There, it just went away. Okay. So what was the deal? We had stuff had, running in the background, still in offline, and so Mike was hearing that on the phone there. Okay. Uh, well, Buckeye, I'm sorry. I did not mean to roll to back the bus up over you. I apologize for that. Oh, okay. No, no, you're fine. No, that's okay. Please do. Do like three or four times. Just and keep backing up. Also, that's fine. Not my board. That's fine. Do it as much. Just do like a speed bump. Just back and forth. Just go back and forth over, and that's fine. We're good now, though, guys. Yes, we, we got a lot of snow, and it's it's actually beautiful. It's terrible to drive in, as we all know. But, man, it sure makes for a wonderful morning when you're inside looking out at it. And that's what we get to do right now, at least for a little bit before I have to to head home. But all right, Mike, let's uh, talk about Jerry Rosberg, who uh, was introduced as the in, the interim head coach. Uh, Jiro Vero declined to take the job. And so Jerry Rosberg, longtime special teams coach in this league, uh, was on John Harbaugh's staff at Baltimore for a long time, brought in early in the season for in-game management assistance uh, when Nathaniel Hackett had problems with that. How surprised are you that Rosberg said that he was the one that fired Dwayne Stukes and Butch Berry and not George Payton or not the Broncos front office. I, I found that interesting that the Rosberg was the one that made those moves. I found that interesting too. And obviously, you know, he's taking these two weeks pretty seriously, trying to figure out a way to get the Broncos a win or two to close out the season. But I, I think we can all say that those two coaches that were dismissed were going to be gone at the end of the season anyway. And, and that, look, that, that sounds so callous to say. I mean, these are men. These are guys with families and lives and all the rest. But just from the business of football, they weren't going to be back. And Jerry Rosberg felt like we're not wasting two games to learn some, you know, to, to see what we've already seen for 15 games, which is the Broncos special teams has been terrible and the offensive line has been worse than that. I find it interesting that it took somebody that was not on this staff to start the season, who finally had the ability to, to make those decisions, who made those decisions about when the Broncos and Jerry Rosberg relayed the, the metrics about Denver special teams are, are, are 32nd in certain metrics in the league. And yes, there's only 32 teams in the league that he brought up some of those things about the offensive line issues about the offensive line, that it wasn't Nathaniel Hackett that looked at these things and said, hey, we got to make some moves here. These are the areas of this football team that these these gentlemen are involved in are not performing up to the levels we expect. That it took somebody that wasn't even on the staff to finally make that decision about Dwayne Stukes and Butch Berry. 
Well, I mean, I, I understand that point, but Nathaniel Hackett wasn't going to fire his own special teams coordinator in week 14. I just don't think that's realistic. Or, or his earlier. offensive line coach. Uh, if Nathaniel Hackett had been granted another season, I think there would have been a chance that those two guys wouldn't have come back even on his staff. At least I'd like to think so. I, I really, I guess, have no way of knowing that. But, I mean, with Rosberg taking over even on an interim basis, it was a little bit surprising, as we talked about, but at the same time, you know, it is sort of a new day, right? A new era, as short-lived as it'll be. But it's also just the, generally speaking, in the bigger picture, a new era of change, which was going to happen anyway. Mike Rice, 850 KOA Broncos Radio Network. Dalton Reisner addressed the, the dust-up with Brett Rippon. Uh, not, not that Dalton dwelled on this, Mike, but he kind of focused in on the, the media didn't talk about how those guys had made up not long after that little dust-up on Christmas Day. I, I just think that Dalton Reisner kind of lost the point that the media covered that because it showed the frustration that this team now has you know, with, with the way things have gone. I, I, just, I, f- I found it interesting that he, he took the time to almost kind of chastise the media for, for mentioning what happened and then not say, oh, by the way, we, we made up, we hugged it out, and we made up. I, you know, to me, I think most of us probably assumed that they did, and so there wasn't the necessity to talk about them apologizing to each other or whatever, or, or or hugging it out. It was, it was. Look at how this team is, how frustrated this team is right now, and how the line's not going over and helping up Russell Wilson after he gets knocked down once again. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna part company a little bit with you on that explanation, which I totally respect, Jim. I do. At the same time. Um, by sort of the logic you just used, we all know this season is down the tubes and has been for several weeks now. And so why wouldn't we expect frustration and why sure. is that such a big deal to report on? And so, and, and I don't subscribe to that. I'm just saying that I think you can take that both ways. I agree with Dalton Reisner. There was much made of the dust-up, and I have no problem with that. I think that's fair because it happened and it was a terrible look in, on national TV, at the same time, they did they, they did come together relatively quickly and make things right. And there was virtually zero mention of that. And I think that was part of the story as well. In other words, Brett Rippon and Dalton Reisner don't have this long-standing, open-ended, never-ending feud going on right and that really wasn't reported and i think that was a misstep by the media i don't think there's any question about it that's just that's just the way i saw the situation mike rice to koa broncos radio network with us and uh the last time the broncos faced the chiefs uh denver fell behind 27 nothing defense particularly josie jewel had a great game he had a his first two interceptions of his career helped to fuel the denver comeback that came up short 34 to 28 as uh, Russell Wilson had one of his best games of the season before he left that game with a concussion, 247, three touchdowns and a pick. He also rushed for for 57 yards in that game. I I guess your expectations, Mike, as Denver tries to snap a 14-game losing streak to the Chiefs of what you hope to see from Russell Wilson and the Broncos' offense on New Year's Day at Kansas City. Yeah, Jim, I I just hope to see them stay in the game. And, and I think they will. I think the coaching change probably helped in that regard. There's everybody, you know, even though Justin Simmons and others expressed their affection for Nathaniel Hackett and uh, their disappointment that they didn't play better, I, I still think 
there's probably a collective sigh of relief that, all right, that that part is behind us. Let's just go play. Let's just go see if we can make a game of it. And I hope they do. I still want to see some good football out of Russell Wilson because, Jim, I want to believe that Russell Wilson still has good football in him. I'm cautiously optimistic that he does. But at some point, you have to start seeing better football, even with an offensive line that's beset by injuries, not playing well, all of the negatives that we've talked about now for weeks upon end. So I I still want to see Russell Wilson play better. I still want to see this Broncos team figure out a way to beat Kansas City. I mean, 14 straight losses over now almost seven full seasons is just an embarrassment. I mean, somehow get that monkey off your back if you can. And I know it would be a titanic upset, and I don't expect it to happen. But, man, at least go give it the old college try, right? And the Broncos' defense, they they need a big bounce-back game. After, you know, look, Russ didn't help with the, the, the couple of picks in the first quarter, but losing you know 51-14 to to the Rams, and the Rams with not Matthew Stafford at quarterback or, or, or Cooper Cup playing in that game, they, they lose to Baker Mayfield. At the defense, you know, they have to try to find a way to, to get back to the level we've seen this season, Mike. And, oh, yeah, they have to take on Patrick Mahomes in the top offense in the league and the Kansas City Chiefs at their place. So it's going to be a, a tough bounce-back game for the Broncos' defense. Yeah, no question. You, you you said it just right. I mean, here you need that kind of effort. No, by the way, you have to figure out how to be that team and put in that kind of performance against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Hardeman, and I, assuming he's going to play with all the speed that Kansas City has on offense uh, McKinnon's having a, a terrific year, and it's it's difficult. But again, you know, you, you try and hopefully Jerry Rosberg and the offensive coaches will try and devise a game plan. If they can run the ball, Jim, wouldn't that help? I mean, you, oh, yeah. you try and keep Mahomes on the sideline a little bit more. That would certainly shorten up the game as far as the number of opportunities the Chiefs have. So stranger things have happened. Again, I, realistically, I don't think any of us are going to predict the Broncos win. But if it happened, I, I sure wouldn't mind seeing it. One final thing, Mike. Uh, Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com, wrote a piece about Russell Wilson moving forward with whoever the next head coach is. Because I think Greg Pinner made it fairly clear, and then George Payton as well, that they're looking for somebody that's going to be CEO-ish, somebody that's going to be the person that sets the tone culture-wise for the, the Broncos organization, somebody from a football standpoint that's really going to be the one overseeing that. And Pinner addressed that by saying that the, the new coach will will uh, report directly to him, which is not uncommon, not unusual in the NFL for the, the head coach to report directly to uh, the, the owner of the football team. But I, I you know, the, one of the things that Florio talks about is Russell Wilson, the office, the parking spaces, all those things that, that he was given this past season, that that stuff needs to, pro- needs to go away. Moving forward, the relationship cannot be what it was with Nathaniel Hackett, where it was very much, you know, uh, it's a partnership. It's not head coach and quarterback. It was equal footing for both Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett in terms of their their authority on the uh, for this football team, their relationship. That that's going to need to change in 2023. That that Russell Wilson now needs to be in a position where he is one of 53. He is not somebody that has more perks and more more clout than anybody else has on this football team. 
And Jim, I'll take it a step further. If I'm Russell Wilson, I'm going to Greg Penner and George Payton saying, here, I don't want any of this. I don't know how realistic that is because he obviously wanted it in the first place. And, you know, the Broncos were trying to get him to approve the trade. And so you're going to do what you feel you need to do to make that happen. But he hasn't earned that now. And, and Dave Logan said this best, and I'll give Dave credit because I totally agree with him the other day uh, on Monday after the move happened. You know, Russ has to earn the right now to have certain input and have, you know, whatever else he wants. And I think it would go a long ways towards showing that he's pretty self-aware of his standing and what he needs to do to just say, you know what, I don't, I don't need all this stuff. I'm not going to have all this stuff. You guys take it. Uh, I'm just going to focus on playing better. And I don't know if he'll do that, but I hope he does. He needs to. I, I he hope, does I, need to, I'm, Jim. And let me say this. I'll be even stronger. Russell Wilson was trusted by this ownership group with a contract extension that they're now being criticized for, and rightly so, before he played a down in the regular season. He now has to show the same trust back after turning in not just a subpar year, but let's be honest, an awful season. The shoe is on the other foot, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's time for Russell now to say, all right, I've got something to prove. It's time to get to work and prove that to whoever the new head coach is, whoever the new offensive coordinator is, and to this ownership group and George Payton. And it starts Sunday with this game against Kansas City. Going there, playing well. Absolutely does. Yeah, uh, could speak volumes about his future if he goes there and plays well. Of course, we'll have it. Uh, Mike will have, uh, of course, countdown to kickoff at nine o'clock on uh, New Year's Day. Eleven o'clock kickoff with uh, Dave Logan, Rick Lewis, and Susie Wurgeon from uh, Arrowhead as the Broncos take on the Chiefs. So 